0: hello welcome everyone amanda grace here with you today we're going to bring on my co-host marty grisham in a moment because tonight is grace out loud and we are continuing to talk about the nation prayer prophetically where we are and and things of that nature so welcome to everybody watching in the united states and america and around the world and welcome to our moderators and our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. And without further ado, let's bring in my co hostess with the mostest.
1: Hostess with the mostest. Thank you, Amanda.
0: <laughs> Marty Grisham. Praise and I'm not Lord. talking about Twinkies. No. Hostess. No. no. Hostess nope.
1: Cupcakes. Yeah, no. We're,
0: no, we're not talking about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, Creamfield, you know, I have, you know, what's the Twinkie, the shelf life of the Twinkies? Like, Oh, it's got to be like
0: twenty years. I think it yeah. could survive a nuclear holocaust, Twinkies, <laughs> with the way they're made. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> well, how you been? You're looking great. Everything seems to be great. Your camera, your lighting, everything's wonderful. You're getting some nice uh, style to. Uh...
0: Our team gave me a makeover. Oh, That's good. That's what they did. Yep, they came. They gave me a makeover. There's umbrellas that you can't see. They look like umbrellas. Oh, they're whoa, lights, I need and to... so.
1: <laughs> Just got the old and, flag here.
0: Well, I like your flag though. Yeah, it's great. See, I like that background. But uh we have had uh a time in New York because the wild all the wildfires from Canada has blown yes. all the smoke down past New York, even into Delaware. So yesterday the air quality was so poor we were checking on the animals every hour, running oh, wow. their fans in their houses, like doing everything we could. Cyrus we had to actually limit him going outside because he has been having a bit of an issue for the past few days. And I've realized it's because of what's going on. So it seems to be lifting today. Praise God. Good. And so the, it it is better outside. It does not smell like toasted marshmallows anymore (laughs) because that's what it smelled like when you walked outside. So it is getting better.
1: Good, good. Well, that's good. I know the morning show that I did this morning, a lot of people were commenting about how they're having smokes up, you know, in that area.
0: So, mm-hmm, Exactly. Yep. It's, it, it, I, this is, uh, even New York city. So this is very fascinating. Uh, what's, what's, what's going on with all of this. I find mm-hmm. it very interesting, but besides that, Marty.
1: <clears throat> Some caption this today, Amanda. Yes. Oh, we should start with prayer though. Well, yeah. Oh no.
0: Your, prayer first. Prayer first.
1: Yes. I think it's your turn. to
0: pray. Is it my turn? Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up, far above every power, principality, and might. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise Do your name, Father. Lord, we just humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives, so you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary. He purchased us by the shedding of his blood. He rose again in three days and victoriously ascended back into heaven and took his rightful place at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore, Father. And we honor that before you this day. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we invite your presence, Lord and the presence of the Holy Spirit, the Raqqa Kadesh, to fill where we are, Lord, to fill this broadcast, Father God, to just saturate the atmosphere with your glory and that the power of your presence would move. We ask that you would lead and guide us, no wisdom, counsel my power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority now come forth in Jesus' name. Father, Take all the glory for yourself, Father. You are are slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness. Your mercies are new every single day, Father. We praise you. We glorify you that you are on the highest throne, that you are holy, that you are the beginning and the ending, Father God, that every breath we take is because of you, Lord. And we give you all the praise today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.
1: Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. God is good. He's on the throne. We trust him. And yes. we believe the word of God, so we're on the winning side. Praise God.
0: That's right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, so, caption this.
1: Ca- oh, caption this. Okay, what do you got today, Amanda?
0: Oh, boy. Okay, ready? Holy moly. Wow, that caption this, Marty. That's Sadie, <clears throat> one of our residents. She's on the Bible.
1: Okay. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> feline Bible time because it's because it's got a rhyme feline bible time
0: bible. <laughs> this is what i call standing on the promises of god literally oh yeah literally <laughs> yep sadie is 14 years old she loves to lay on the bible actually right. when i'm reading she just she has always been that way and so i happen to snap a picture of her
1: that's awesome
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: that's a great picture
0: marty I, I i'm almost i i see it i see a small window of this caption this on your part and so we'll put it up oh glory we- <laughs> wow <clears throat> yeah what do you think Instead that we the peoples this is we the cluckers i mean this is like this is the constitution <laughs> for chickens
1: well um yeah it's um well, there it is, you know, having that scholarly hat on, it does seem, you know, seem to fit the caption really well. So, yeah.
0: It, it does. And, uh, and, uh, he, he, he looks almost stunned at the constitution. Like he's <laughs> reading it for the first time.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, he's wondering why, how come this isn't being implemented by the government, but we'll go there later
0: that that's what he absolutely, <clears throat> that's what he's wondering. That's yeah. the shock on his face right now.
1: Yeah. It's funny, oh both God. of our animals are hanging out next to uh, some well-written word, So
0: Amen. I know. We didn't plan that. So that's pretty good. That's praise pretty God. good. Well, okay. Praise the Lord. Okay, well, Marty.
1: We've, we've got a nation here, Amanda. we got a we nation. We have a nation. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's been here for the, since the last show. <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> it's not turned into four different nations, and California hasn't fallen off into the sea. I've heard no, that my whole yet. life. It's going to be a great earthquake, and California's going to fall off into the sea, and going to be a great tidal waves and tsunamis come on the East coast and kill millions. I've heard all of these things over the years. We're still here. Tornadoes haven't taken us all here all the way in Oklahoma. We're still here. God is still on the throne. We're still as a nation and we have a job. We got a job to pray. We got a job yes. as the church to do our part. So.
0: We do. We have a very important job as the church to do our part. And I've said this before, that Dietrich Bonhoeffer said the church is the conscience of the state. We're yeah. supposed to be the conscience. Yeah. We're supposed to be that standard and that, and that measuring rod and that dividing line. And that needs to happen again. Yeah, for sure. Because the conscious part of it, the conscious has become uh, seared.
1: You know there's been some people Amanda that are high profile good people, very good people. I'm not saying anything bad here at all, but I'd I'd ask them um where what's our future look like? And there are times they'd say not looking good. It's we're basically done. You know and and, and they're not quitters. They've just looked at the mountain for a long time. But you know the Bible says we can speak to the mountain Yes. Well, no matter what the mountain is, Jesus said most, he didn't say Mark 11, 23, most mountains you can move. He said, speak to the mountain. Well, the mountain mm-hmm. is whatever the mountain is for this yes. show. Our mountain is a nation that needs to wake up and embrace God, a church yes. that needs to embrace their role, their job, their responsibility with a capital R to rise up and reach this nation, turn this nation into the platform it's supposed to be to reach all right. the other nations. Yes. You know. So, in that, it, it comes to mind. Genesis 18. Genesis 18 is one of the when it comes to intercession because this is our show is praying for the nation, talking about the nation, and I have the new show where you've joined me recently. Um, loud mouth prayer nation. Yes. But Genesis mm-hmm. 18 in verse 16. I'm going to read this real quickly. Now, okay. three, three men had came before Abraham and Abraham, there it goes right there And Abraham and Sarah had taken care of them and fed them, killed a calf, made some little hungry Jack muffins. I don't know. Sarah was <laughs> cooking up a storm, probably she was, she
0: was very whipping so. it up
1: with some, probably some olive oil or something, not, mm-hmm. not margarine, not butter. No, no, nope. no whipping up some hunger Jack biscuits or something in there for them, Some little flat cakes. And then they took care of them. And then the three men rose, and, and, and turn towards Sodom and begin to go that direction. So verse 16 here, the men rose from there and looked towards Sodom and Abraham went with them. Well, see, Abraham knew there's a divine assignment. Abra- Abraham had spent all this time drawing near to these men. Now, one of these was the Lord and two of these were angels. And so the Lord, so the Abraham had taken time to draw near to them so that when they turned towards Sodom and began to go, He was in a close enough relationship with them to travel with them and to stay on top of the things going on for the day. So the next verse, verse 17, and the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham Mm -hmm. what I'm doing? That is so powerful, Amanda. God is literally saying there's secrets I hold in my own hand. There's assignments and things I must carry out. Mm -hmm. Should I reveal those?
0: Yes, that's yeah.
1: Should I reveal those to intercessors? Should I reveal those that have drawn near to me? That's right Wow.
0: yeah that is because the the Lord weighs it, you know in in telling us something what it's going to do yeah and the effect it's going to have yeah. and if we if we are mature enough in our faith sometimes so'll reveal those deeper things to us and those, and the, and, you know, these assignments and, and things he must carry out. And other times he waits till we mature a little more to reveal those deeper things because he knows what we can handle. yeah. And he knew now Abraham had had a long conversation with these, with these men. Yeah. And so he was already probably very aware yeah. of the deeper things and that things were happening. So this would this is sort of like you know it, it, this is like in a how, what word am I going to use here for this in a sequence of events this would look like you know what I mean the yeah. the, the next step yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: there's something um, there's something special about drawing near to the Lord that the Lord will give you something to say. Yes. And when he gives you that thing to say, because it's from the Lord and the thing is right to say, and it's got the anointing behind it, he's backing it and he'll give you the right time to say it. Yes. See, um, when that happens, you can just say one thing. You can have one statement or one prayer or one decree or declare it declaration. You can say just one thing, and change your city, state, or nation. There's, there's times I, I, you know, okay. You do a show with a very close friend of mine, Vidar. Yes. Vidar Ligard. He said. Yeah. I, from I Safari
0: him, Missions. Yes. Yeah,
1: Vadar's and I've been friends for 15, 16, 17 years. Uh, we've raised our kids together. He lives, you know, here in Tulsa some. Um, been very close friends for years and we pray together every time he's, mm-hmm. of course he's in uh, Kenya now, but when he's here, but he said to me a while back, and he may have told you the story on your show, but he, I think he was over at the edge of uh, Somalia. Mm-hmm. He was over in the edge of Kenya near Somalia. And he tells a story that there was a lot of disruption taking place in the nation. Mm-hmm. And he was just spending extra time in prayer. And the anointing came upon him to say a few things really strong. And when he did, he said, with well, just there was this uprising taking place in that nation. And after he did that, it just diffused. And it's like peace just fell on that situation. And it just mellowed everything out. And the bad that could have came from that just went away in hardly no time at all. And he's like, I absolutely know I was used of God, that I was drew near to him. And he gave me that perfect thing to say at the perfect time. And it allowed, here we go, God access into that situation. See, that's where we are today. We're not trying to pray and conjure up, go God, will you come with your power and might, I know God that your power. No, we're just allowing him access. He's got the power to move down here and take care of business, but he needs the access. And that's where we've been given the authority as we know. So Mm -hmm. we're the ones that have to open the door for him to just come on through with all of his power and all of his ability.
0: That is absolutely right. And I think the key word here is no. Yeah. We have to know him and to know someone, you have to spend quite a bit of time with them Yeah, and you have to listen. Yeah to what they're saying and understand their ways and when you know him you have no problem giving access. Yeah. See people that don't know him there's a trust issue there. And so there then is the issue of giving and granting access. So people that want to keep a distance from God and and I'll give you an example there there's a song on the radio right now and I've heard it in blips Uh, in passing from from going into a store or hearing it or, you know what I mean, a friend, uh, you know, saying, did did you hear this? Like this song that's out and it's I only talk to God when I need a favor. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's the name of the song out right now, which is interesting because that sums up a good part of the nation right now. Yeah. And what's going on. And when you do that, there's no trust there's no access, and then yeah. you get frustrated. Why, God, are you not intervening? Well, you you don't want to draw closer. You want to stand at a distance, which doesn't give him access, which then he cannot come in and rectify what is going on. Yeah,
1: yeah. God's not. He I don't think he's a big fan of a one sided relationship.
0: No, he's not at all. <laughs> it's got to be yeah. a two sided relationship. Uh, it, it, otherwise it, 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 it becomes this genie in a bottle type of situation. It does that. That's what it ends up turning into instead of a relationship that is built on trust. You know what I mean? And, and, and serving him and respect and admiration and all of those things make a wonderful foundation for the Lord to work in your life. Yeah. But if it's choppy. Well, if you have, if you're that choppy, say with a friend, well, you're probably not going to hear or see that friend that mm-hmm. much. It's going to be very sporadic Yeah. when you two meet. It's the same thing with the Lord. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Verse 22 of Genesis 18. Mm-hmm. Then the two angels, it says the two men, but it says the men, but it was the two angels. Their turned angels? Yes. They turned away from there and went towards Sodom, but Abraham stood still stood before the Lord. He didn't stand with the Lord. He didn't stand behind the Lord. He literally stood before the Lord. So that's why the Lord didn't continue with the two angels. Abraham was standing in front of him. Very important point here that he had spent all of this time making him a meal, probably washing his feet, all the stuff that Happened under the big oak tree out in his front yard, took care of him there outside, made him flat cakes all this time. And then he's able from that place to be able to walk with him, to hear the plans of God, to hear, okay, well, am I going to share with Abraham, my plans that if I show up and see Sodom in a certain way, there's going to be a judgment that comes. So Abraham's follow. And then it came to the place where Abraham stopped the Lord. He stopped the Lord from judgment. <laughs> He and, stopped
0: it. Yes. And the, and one of the reasons the Lord was, was questioning whether to tell him is because Lot, yeah. his nephew, oh, yeah. was in Sodom. And so in telling him about the destruction, he had to weigh how much that was going to distress Abraham. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. So because <clears throat> God knows, God knows everything going on there. Yes. And so when we look at this from our nation, <clears throat> each and every one of us have this ability to stand in the gap, to be a stand, a go between yeah. the way Abraham came between Sodom and the Lord, or Abraham came between Lot and the Lord. Two beautiful pictures here. You can do this for family. You can do this for people. You can do this for loved ones. You can do this for people you know, and you can do this for your city, your state, your nation. You can do this for a region a group of people and so it was so beautiful what he did here we need to be able to be begin to do this more in our own lives for our cities our states and especially our nation well but but what happens is when we spend time and draw near to the lord he's going to give us something to say he's going to give us what to say to the mountain he's going to give us insight that we would only get now what happens and now i know i have this happen sometime like the Lord said to me a while back, he showed to me and revealed to me that this country has an assignment, mm-hmm. our nation has an assignment yes. to reach the Muslims. It's a divine assignment given mm-hmm. to United States of America to use its power, its wealth, to use the people of the nation for this nation with its ability to pull weight and to be able to spread any message to take the message of Jesus to the Muslims. Mm-hmm. So that's a divine assignment for this nation. Well, that was something God gave me or I can begin to speak over this nation. I could begin to speak unto the Muslim nations. We're coming for you in the name of Jesus, our nation, the body of Christ in this nation. We are coming for you. So, you know, but that's what he'll give you. He'll give you insight of something to say. It always hinges on our mouth, doesn't it? He wants us to say a thing.
0: He wants us to say a thing and and death and life are in the power of the tongue. James talks a lot about the tongue and what a what a destructive tool it can be or it can be used for the glory of God. It is a choice. You know, I have set before you this day, life and death, blessing and cursing. It, 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 this this is it we have a choice. We have a choice to use this instrument for the glory of God or to or to tear down and destroy and 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 just bring to rubble uh you know things in our lives and the lives of others. It is a choice and it's a choice based on maturity. Taming the tongue tongue is one of the most mature things <laughs> you can do. it's it's a small part of the body has a big impact.
1: Um, I think over the last 10 years, like you and I, we've come more, um, al- alive and awakened to the revelation of the authority of the believer. Mm-hmm. I believe like never before, it is something God is trying to pour out to the body of Christ because he's sitting there with his arms crossed, sitting on the throne, waiting for access. John 15, seven, I'm going to read this real quick. Okay. John 15 7, it's easy to just read this. It's easy to just read this, but let's just dig into it just for a second. If you abide in me, this is probably the King James Version, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. What's interesting about this is how God is talking about our will, not his. Mm-hmm. Now I've heard it said, well, but you're walking so close with God that your will just becomes God's will. Well, I understand that, and I I know there's some there's just some truths to that, but Abraham stood before the Lord that was fixing to execute care, yes. execute judgment. Yes. So there was a difference of the wills there wasn't there, Amanda. I mm-hmm. mean, when Abraham began to negotiate with the Lord, starting oh, there at God. verse twenty two, mm-hmm. that was two wills colliding. That was a negotiation where God said, "Hey, plead the case." Put yes. me in, remem- in remembrance, mm-hmm. but plead the case. And cause I knew like a while back when the Lord said, I want you to start prayer I w- about two years ago, I, w- I want you to start prayer and show me what you will do with what I've asked you to do. So he said, stay in the bounds of prayer and run and show me what you'll do. What I'll do, what I'm willing to do for him. So he basically gave me a direction to go well this is how it is many times in prayer hey we've got this assignment to pray for our nation if we'll show him how we're willing to draw near and get near him he'll show up and give us the details we need to speak and say but here in in john 15 7 he's literally saying that we can come to a place where we can speak and believe god for what we will we're spoken we're, we're told all the time you need to go find the will of God. And that's hundred percent true. The Bible is the will of God for us. But this here is literally saying, what do you will for this nation?
0: Yeah, well, yes, you're absolutely right. The pleading of the case, the righteous yes. judge bringing the case before him and presenting the case, and that is exactly what went on with Abraham and the Lord. And he got him down, I believe, for 10 righteous, I, he would spare the city. So if he could find 10 righteous people. So since he couldn't find the 10, he pulled Lot and his family out. So yeah. since the 10 weren't there, what the Lord did then in his, in his, you know, his, you know, judgment and decision was he's going to pull the few out that would have affected Abraham the most. Pull the few out that maybe were not acting like the rest of Sodom. And then destroy the rest Yeah. so that when after the negotiation process took place this is what was left now after the lord said for 10 righteous i'll spare he did not say to abraham but i will go in and get lot that wasn't spoken the lord made that decision on his own and didn't tell abraham yeah so that's an interesting point also
1: it is very interesting point mm-hmm. so the lord is still operating out of what he wants to do Yes, his 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 heart's desires, and he can somehow infuse and incorporate ours in there as well. Mm-hmm. Matthew eighteen eighteen through twenty. Um, Verily I say to you, whatever you bind on earth, you be, shall be bound in heaven. This is a great scripture that talks about prayer. It talks about the authority of the believer, our role. Whatever we bind on earth, he'll bind in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth, he'll loose in heaven. When you take that scripture in Matthew 18 and you just lay it on top of John 15, 7, that says, if we walk with him,
0: mm-hmm. we
1: can ask for what we will. And this here scripture is saying, literally Matthew 18 is literally saying, you got to do it first. He's waiting on you. Yep. Both cases, the binding and the loosen, the loosening, God, both times are waiting on us to move first. It, mm-hmm. We We have to move first. He's waiting on us to gain access.
0: He is waiting on us to gain access because why? He's given us a choice. He's given us free will. With that free will comes the responsibility to grant access or not grant access. And the problem right now is people are granting access to too many things that are not of the Lord. And giving that precedent, giving that more access, giving that priority, then giving that access to the Lord first. And what's happening then? The enemy then goes to work because the enemy has gotten the access that the Lord did not. And this is where we see then things begin to spiral and unravel and issues begin to form because just as we have to give God access, the enemy looks for access also. He looks for people of their own free will to open doors and grant him access. So he says, I have a legal right to be here. It's the same thing with the Lord. We give the Lord access. That is a legal right for him to be leading our life, first and foremost in our life, dwelling with us, walking with us, talking with us. And that is a powerful thing. That is the one thing the enemy is trying. One of the most, I would say, pertinent things, urgent things the enemy is trying to to steal from people is the access. He's trying to steal the access from God and, and come in as a thief.
1: You know, the enemy doesn't mind people getting their eyes on God. If they're not realizing that they got to do something first, a lot of people are praying and asking God to do a thing that he's already done. Well, how does that work? How can I ask God to do a thing that he's already done? that doesn't even make sense that we have a right and privilege to ask for a thing that's already been done. And so this is where we are today. So we have a heart for this nation and people want to pray to God and ask God to move, but he's waiting on us to give the access. We give the access to him. Satan can't keep us from doing it. We're the ones that do this. And so I'm reminded of first Timothy two, Now we all know this scripture. This is the one, you know, like if you mentioned about praying over leaders, this is the number one prayer over leaders scripture in the world, right? So here it is first Timothy two, one through two, I urge then first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and giving, oh, this giving of thanks is another translation and thanksgiving be made for all people for Kings and all of those in authority that we may lead peaceable and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness so i've read this scripture i've taught on the scripture i've had full loudmouth prayer meetings in tulsa where we have this has been our main scripture okay. and We come together and we pray for the leaders spiritual leaders political yes. government you mm-hmm. name it all these different mm-hmm. leaders financial yes. education which actually on june the 30th we're having a huge blowout uh, a night of prayer here in tulsa so anyone that just loves to have a powerful three three and a half hour night of prayer that a man is going to curl your socks up up and re- unroll them and put them back <laughs> on backwards it's going to be so night nice, so powerful it's um well you joined us up there before
0: yes i have Yeah, powerful
1: yes. powerful time in that same yes, location uh-huh. and so we're going to have another night of prayer on june the 30th so anyone that wants to come to that just go to loudmouth prayer on my website there's a little bitty you don't have to go there but there's a little bitty button in the middle that you would click on and that would give you the link to get to join us but I was studying a while back and just reading through this. And the Lord began to talk to me about the scripture yes. because I had been with friends in prayer, like Aaron Antis, and, and a lot of us yes. had been together Amen. for years and years praying for 13, 14 years. I, I would always have a prayer group and I'd invite all the guys to come, mostly businessmen. Well, I was having discussions at one time where someone was telling me which you know they're, they're they're dear to me, I love them, but they were telling me for a long time, hey before we pray for this ministry or b- before we pray for anything, we need to pray over the leaders first. that's yeah. scriptural. And the Lord began to talk to me a few weeks ago and said, that's not what the scriptures saying. I'm like, well Lord, I don't mind who was saying that yeah, but when, exactly. what when you read it, I urge first of all prayers yes prayers for all it before it mentioned kings and those authority it Mm -hmm. said prayers for all people Mm -hmm. and that was the main point of this lord saying before you do anything first of all he wasn't saying before when you go to pray first pray over authority leaders he was saying in your whole life of walking with me before you make that phone call to try to solve a problem before you try to use your own money, your own ability, your own, even the grace I've given you to work out situations before you do anything in life. Even when you wake up in the morning, morning, first of all, start it with prayer, start it with petitions, start it with intercession, start it with Thanksgiving. This is the life of a believer who has a lifestyle of prayer. It's a lifestyle of prayer found in this. Now I'm not saying we shouldn't or couldn't start off praying first for a authority and those in authority. But what the Lord showed me about this scripture is this is the full life of a believer found in this. First of all, start your day and everything that you do about prayer first, because we've said it 10 times, it gives God access into all areas of our life before we step into that situation and try to solve the problem or figure out how to make everything run smoothly or, you know, show up let god show up in access first
0: i i've heard pastor uh jackson Lawmeyer also say get god involved in the problem early yeah don't try to figure it out yourself first don't try to figure out your flesh first get him involved immediately because you could save yourself a lot of warfare a lot of frustration you know uh, you know, some speed bumps and blocks and things of that nature, if you get him involved early and allow him to have his way and navigate you through that. You know, we, we and I, I, I've said this before in the past. If we on these devices, okay, that we call cell phones, trust the GPS to get us where we need to go, we cannot trust this more than God. We can't trust the GPS on this phone more than if we trust the GPS to get us where to go, we should trust God even more, far more. And we have to put that into perspective because sometimes we want to trust the things that are tangible and put precedent there and, and, and make that a priority over almighty God. And we have to learn to get him involved first and early. No matter how silly it may sound to us, he wants us to involve him in every issue. Every issue. And people have to start making that a habit.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, One of my favorite prayer scriptures is in Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Mm -hmm. And so it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving. And it's a beautiful scripture that talks Mm -hmm. about if you pray and you hand the situation over to God, the peace of God will show up and will keep your heart and your mind. Yes. But Right before that, the very five words before that, before be anxious for nothing, the verse before says, the Lord is at hand. The Lord is at hand. Well, what does that mean? Well, he means he's just, he's just right there. He's, he's right there with you. He's that close because you're just like Abraham, you've been hanging out taking care of him. You've been ministering. Come on. I'm saying something really good ministering unto the Lord. You've been taking care of his needs. You have been magnifying him, worshiping him. You've been drawing near. So then this crazy thing happens in this nation. Amanda, there might be some crazy things happen in this nation. Do you know who I want to hang out with? People who've been hanging out with the Lord where the right. Lord is at hand. Do you know why? Because if I can run to them and I can ask them to pray for something, I know it'll get answered because they're, they're not trying to play catch up and find the Lord in this dire moment of time. They've been walking right. with him all along.
0: And that's a very important point because when they've been walking with him, they're not trying to navigate through dark waters to try to see him. Because once you get to that point, it becomes difficult to navigate it, to see him in that. Because you're in such the depths of darkness or fear or worry or, or, or looking on at the physical problem right there and not looking beyond it. So walking with him when these things come puts a, puts a hedge of protection around us that prevents that from happening from us, you know, getting into those dark waters and, 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 and trying to find him because he's already there. Yeah. He's already there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, and honestly, I tried to qu- quote uh, Philippians four, six and seven so quickly, I just feel like I've, uh, should finish it all the way. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. It sounds real similar to what we were just reading. Doesn't it? It sounds real similar to what we were just reading there. Um, Let your request in there in, in, in first Timothy, let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God. Well, see, that's what people are going to be looking. So Amanda, I mean, there could be some crazy stuff happening in this nation in the next few years. I I don't, I've not been shown anything. I've seen Mm -hmm. something years ago and I'm not even wanting to talk about things like that. I'm just saying, People are going to be looking for peace. They're going to be looking for answers, you know, and this right here says, if you learn to pray, if you learn to supplicate, if you walk a life of thanksgiving to where you've drawn near and you're moving through life, you're, you're moving in a lifestyle with God, then you're able to tap into the peace of God that will surpass the understanding of your, of that in every way, and your heart and your mind will be in peace. Well, if something crazy is going on in the world, and you're standing in the middle of a crowd and you're in peace all eyes will eventually be set on you because they are looking for a savior they are looking for peace they are looking for someone who has known how to draw near to God and get answers to situations
0: let me put this in perspective for everybody with what's coming uh-oh so I knew I'd no, get you they're, there. Saying, they're saying the person the lord wants Okay, so the person the Lord has anointed, okay, becomes president. If you don't think the enemy is not going to throw a fit and immediately bring tons of turmoil and and it's not going to be that person gets in and now we've got peace and stability it's going to be that person gets in and the enemy tries everything he can to throw a fit and cause upheaval and turmoil and worry and fear because when the enemy loses that is what you see happen so you have to prepare yourself for that because even when one god is anointed gets in there is then the resistance of the enemy attempting to come.
1: Yeah. He's done it before. He'll do it again.
0: Exactly. Yeah, And this is why we need that peace. Yeah, This is why we need to walk in it. This is why we need to be anchored in the Lord. Because yeah. when you see those things, you know where it's coming from. You know the source. And when you know the source, you know how to pray.
1: Yeah. Uh, you. As soon as you went into that topic, I just had a strange not strange but just i mean a complete shift a complete shift in the anointing um interesting so i guess we should stay on that topic a little bit okay uh, praise
0: God. if you felt the shift marty then we
1: will stay on the topic. <laughs> well, yeah i just i had a little bit of a shift going on there i almost want to break out in tongues but praise we'll God. Start? well let's just pray for a minute father we okay. just thank you Ha <laughs> ha. father we thank you your plans we embrace them. Yeah. So so um Ark of Grace family, come join us. Just I want you to step out and grab a hold to this time that you can pray with Amanda and I. <clears throat> step out and, and, and just hook your faith up with us. Because God has something for you to say. See my adultsimiki. That's what he wants you to know. He wants you to know that there's some things coming on the horizon that will be strange and unique. Yeah, ooh, kate And but he wants you to also know if you draw near to him, he will not just show you those things, but he'll give you what to say that will establish his will in those strange, unique things coming. de andolo So Father, we thank you we thank you that we can have holy ghost detections holy ghost detections of things to be spoken in two elections. We thank you, O sameki, damest paklakit malamaklom, and that the spirit of seeing and knowing would operate in us, and that we would have your heart and your mind, and that we would not be confused why this person, why this thing, that we would walk with you so pleasing unto you that we would not have confusion in the will of the Lord. The will of the Lord. The will of the Lord is not to be confusing unto you. And Amanda, that's what's happened as we see over the last few years, the body of Christ is just flip flopping. They're torn two different ways because obviously one side hasn't heard the will of the Lord, they haven't interpreted the heart and the mind of God for these things that we're talking about. Being able to know the heart and the mind of God and his plan is very, very important. To have the will of God, you need to tap into and be able to speak and believe for the will of God. Someone says, well, I don't know if it's God's will to heal me. Well, Lord have mercy, go to the word and see that healing is all in the word. Cause once you know the will of God, you know, he, he he'll step in and help establish his will in your life. Well, we need to know the will for elections. We need to know the will for this nation. Yes. And I'm telling you just the other day I was praying for the city of Tulsa and real quickly, I just saw the Lord just said, you need a new mayor. You need a new well, mayor.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm
1: like, come on, that's what I need to hear. So now we're praying, Oh Lord, thank you. Now I'm not praying death to the mayor. No, 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 no. no, no I'm, no, no I'm saying father, God, well, I'm asking for you to, to reveal your candidate, the person you want, and Lord, for the finances to be there, for the body of Christ to support him. And now I'm praying for the will of God to be established. I'm praying from that angle, you know. And so um, that's, Amen. we need the mind and the will of God. Go ahead, Amanda.
0: We we do, because the Lord wants to reveal these things. Yeah. The Lord wants to talk more than people think he does. Just people don't want to listen, and they don't want to give the access to hear it, and they don't want to minister before the Lord, and bless Him and praise Him. That's what Samuel did when when the Lord called him and said, Samuel. He was ministering before the Lord as young as he was. He was doing that, and that's when he heard the voice of God. And yes, God takes interest in what goes on in nations. He is Creator of all things. He takes an interest in His creation. He takes a big interest. In his creation, in nations, the word of God says he raises up kings and he brings them down. That has not changed. He says, I change not. Yeah. I neither sleep nor slumber. He is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. So he still takes an interest in these things. People think he shut up in the little, in his uh, throne room of heaven. He's shut up there and he's not speaking and he's not moving and he's not having an interest in what's going on in the earth. That is not true. the earth is his footstool there is a very serious interest god takes on the matters that are going on in earth
1: very much very much Mm -hmm. and i believe um out of what's happened the last five minutes with that shift and me praying and what i saw Uh it was god just wanting to reaffirm to everyone he wants you to know his will for this nation
0: that's right it is not
1: something he's hiding no and he didn't hide from abraham the plans that right. he had for Sodom, he didn't hide that, but he only would share it. I'm saying something now with someone that had drew near that he could trust. Yes. There's secret things that belong to the Lord. There's literally a scripture that says the secret thing belongeth to the Lord. Well, but the secret thing might not be a secret thing to you. If you walk close enough with him, see yes. and I've said it before covenant is all the good he has is mine. All of my giftings and abilities, they're his, all of my problems are his. All of his problems are mine. Well, God doesn't have problems. God's got all kinds of problems. Some of you need to look in the mirror. That might be some of the problem right there. Um, so, and I'm just saying, God's got a whole lot of people that he loves that need to find Jesus. God's got nations that have completely turned into darkness. The
0: That's Lord right. told me
1: about 10 years ago that Europe is going back to the Dark Ages.
0: They are. Oh, I, I totally. He told me that 10 years ago. That I I feel that in my spirit from a dream I had. I'm going to tell you the dream I quickly had because this will affirm it. Okay. So this happened last year, June, when I was at the ARC conference in New Jersey uh, with Robin Bullock and Charlie Shamp. And that's when they overturned Roe versus Wade. So it was the Mm. day after they overturned Roe versus Wade that I have a dream. And there is this, this bridge that's built of stone over a moat and then you see this like rocky area on one side and you see a castle a very european looking castle on the other side and one of those old-fashioned gates that you can see through and on the other side of this bridge was a group of men they look tired they look weary i'm not gonna lie one of the ones at the forefront looked like prince charles on a horse because of the pronounced nose. So I I can tell you, you know what I mean? That's what it kind of looked like. And these men looked a little weary um, and a a, a little sort of desperate. And they're all on horses, maybe about 30 of them or so, 30 or 40 of them. And the one that was closest to the front that kind of looked like Prince Charles let out a sigh and then said, open the gate. Hmm. And the gate opens... And one of the darkest armies I have ever seen comes forth through that gate. It was an army. that they, they were all black horses. They were all people on it that were cloaked. They had black hoods on their heads. They had black cloaks on. And the leader of it was on an enormous black horse. And the cloak came over his face like this so you could not see his face. And he was had a black staff with a crystal ball at the top of it to deceive and they came tearing through that gate, Marty at those leaders. And I woke up.
1: I mean, I just had a flash of the Lord to just say something. This stuff going on with target, this stuff going on with alcohol, with, with Bud Light, this stuff going on. This is demonic.
0: Yes. Amen.
1: What's happened is if you follow demons, You'll be led to destruction and despair. And that's what they did. It's a shame. I mean, like I say, I'm not going to support a, a, a alcohol company anyway. I don't personally drink anything. That's just me. But um, but you know, they they literally had received their agenda from darkness, Amanda. And yeah. what did it do? It leading them to loss. It's leading them to darkness. And that's what's happened with many nations. Yes, They've allowed darkness to set the agenda of how they interact with people. They've allowed darkness, demonic powers to come in and say, start treating the Christians differently. Don't allow Christianity to, to be public in the schools. Don't allow Christianity. Shut off God. Shut down the Bible. Some nations are like, don't even bring the Bible in, we'll throw you in jail. You see? and And their nations have all been just thrown into the dark ages darker and darker and darker
0: and if there was no power when it comes to the word of god or no power when it comes to almighty god why are you so determined to shut it down and shut it out if you say there is no god and there isn't why are you so determined then to stop it If you're saying it doesn't exist, why are you putting so much effort into stopping it, kicking it out, leaving it out, blocking it, persecuting it, if it doesn't exist? So that is one right there. We're showing you one of the main tactics of the enemy right there. To convince people something doesn't exist and then convince them to fight against the very thing that doesn't exist, that actually does exist. But the enemy has deceived them into running on a hamster wheel.
1: Yeah. If this is just a book then why are you scared of it? Yep. If this is just a book that a bunch of little weird fanatics stand around and read and, and do their little prayers to a, to a guy that died on a cross, but never rose again, if that's really what you believe, well then, then what are you so scared for? Why are you making so many demands that it's not in schools? Why are you making so many demands that other other people that serve fake, weak, pathetic, dead gods can have public prayer, but we can't because you actually do know because the devil in you knows oh, that that exactly. book is not just a book. The devil in you, the darkness in you is afraid of the light. You shiver in your stinking little pants at the life that comes out of the word and comes out of us.
0: Amen. Pants they, shivering,
1: Amanda, pant shivering.
0: Well, pant shivering that's serious. <laughs> when we get to pant shivering stage, I mean, and we are we are on high alert because Come on now. Come on. You have those and the World Economic Forum that are wasting so much oxygen <clears> throat> trying throat> to convince people something doesn't exist. If it doesn't exist, <laughs> why are you spending so much time on it? Okay. Why? The dodo bird was extinct years ago. You don't hear me talking about that. Thousands and thousands and thousands, I think, of years ago or something, the dodo bird became extinct. Why am I going to talk about it? Because I know it's extinct. The fact that they're spending so much time and energy and expending it, and those on the World Economic Forum that advise are expending it, and those at the WHO are expending it, and those that lead nations are expending it, that should be your evidence how real it is because they're spending an awfully amount, a lot amount of time, money and mm-hmm. energy on trying to convince you. Yeah. It's not, there's your proof right there. Yeah. Because what Marty said, the enemy in them <laughs> quakes at the fact that some of them might wake up and actually turn on him, that some of them might actually wake up and realize almighty God is on the throne. He does exist. His son, Jesus Christ came to the earth and died and when somebody of that caliber that the enemy is using turns, they expose everything the enemy yeah. was doing with them. Which, kind of which, joke. what does it do? That is a major attack on the kingdom of darkness and on their interests.
1: It, it's kind of a shame that the enemy has made such ground because it really is a kingdom of fear and weakness. It really is a kingdom of deception. So that's why people have joined it so to see. it is a kingdom of defeat you know how would you like to serve someone whose only desire for you is to take you to hell with him for eternity yeah to have you suffer because he already knows it's it's already written that he's going to be there so well, he just hates it all has- of you he mm-hmm. hates all of you so much he just wants you to go with him isn't it just insane that someone would want to walk towards darkness in, in such a way there's no love in that You know, love, you know, what's that? They will know we're Christians by our love, you know, knowing God is knowing love. That's, that is what draws people. That is what draws people to God. And that's, will take off, that will take off the scales, the blinded scales and the blinded eyes of those that are wrapped up in that deception. The body of Christ, just loving, loving, walking in the power of God, signs, wonders, miracles, healings,
0: and love. Amen. And and that turns people. Perfect love casts out all yeah. fear. So that is an important, that is an important part of operating in it. And and love has many faces. So love isn't just enabling and you know what I mean. Oh, I love you and supporting every destructive thing. So that's not love. That is enabling and there is a big difference but love has many faces and and the word of god says that the lord chastises those he loves he corrects those he loves otherwise he wouldn't be a very good father so we we have to keep that in mind with love that that's what it is it's 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 not this this enabling do what thou will do whatever you want and i'll support it you know what i mean uh, walk in delusion, and I'll support it. Type of that—that's not love. No, no, that is a very um, sly serpent-like tactic that inc- that coils around people and enables them and puts them into bondage to that very thing. It actually helps keep them in that bondage. It doesn't free them from it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't remember. Uh, let me. Uh, let me. Let me do a search here real quick. There's okay. a book called Boundaries. Who's the, who's the, um, who's the author of that boundaries book?
0: It's on Amazon. Is it John?
1: Oh, Henry cloud and John Townsend. So, uh, you know, I don't, obviously I don't have any connection with them, but this book is absolutely amazing. Um, boundaries when to say yes, how to say no, take control back of your life. So you just reminded me of this book. Cause there's times where Jenny and I have had to, in things going on in the world. Had to say no. Yeah. And there's a lot of pressure sometimes to say no. And so when you talk about a father that will allow you to go through things, when you talk about a father that wants you to grow up, there are times in mine and my wife's life concerning people in our lives that we had to say no and usher them out of our life. Usher them out of our life. That's
0: that type of season. Go on. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And so you 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 usher someone out of their out of your life so that. You're setting a boundary because basically like if someone walked in my house and went crazy with me and acted a fool a lot, if that happened, I can't make them stop acting that way. I can't make them, but you know what I can do? I can separate them from me. I can put a boundary and say, well, just don't come in my house anymore. You know? So that's what this is like. It's, it's actually a way where you're not, but see, this is what happens on people, Amanda, they think there's no love in that. But that's what love is love. Sometimes will say no love is oh, not yes. always. Yes. And yes. so for this goofed up perverted, twisted, sexually twisted culture, to say, I have to say yes to everyone is insane. I am not going to change my beliefs because of someone operating, speaking and living in darkness. I've got the word. I've got the spirit of God. I know what light looks like, and I know what it means to be right and not wrong. So I'm not going to go off and just accept every crazy thing they throw my way. And let me just say this, that perverted twistedness out there, they want our children, Amanda, They want the next generation. So you need to just rise up parents and grandparents stronger than ever before. And just like, get this book and (laughs) learn like never before how to say, no, your son comes to you and says, mom, I want to go to this thing. Okay. Well, what's the movie about? I want to go to the movies. Okay. What's the movie about? Well, you Google real quick and you find out the movie's not very good. Well, but I don't want to hurt his feelings because he's going to be with his friends. Yeah. But in the middle of not hurting his feelings or upsetting him, what if darkness got in him because you let him go, go to a dark movie. You know what I'm saying? There's something about protecting your children. There's something about standing up and saying no. And so in this nation, we say no to you, Satan. We say no to the darkness. We rise up. The church is rising up like never before, taking their place in authority, taking their place as believers, taking their place, allowing the access of God to move in this nation like never before, because to the enemy, we just say no.
0: Just say no. And I'm going to tell you that the Lord had given me the the acronym written in the word this is very interesting transgender is the whole crux of their movement wow and this is what it means now for every for everything i'm going to read the first letter is it's like an acronym to redesign and negate sex genetics education negating dna embryos and race there is there There it is. And the Lord gave that to me.
1: Say it one more time.
0: To redesign and negate sex, genetics, education, negating DNA, embryos, and race.
1: Yeah. That's quite alarming. The redesign. Do You think, do you honestly think
0: you can design
1: better than the great designer? I mean, seriously, the one that made the body, I think he knows, I think he laid all inside his word. Which is his will, all yep. inside his word, which is the very will of God. It's what he accepts and nothing more. All inside his word is the great design of mankind, of man, woman, humanity, marriage. It's all shown right there.
0: It is. It is. And that the goal of the enemy is to constantly counterfeit, redesign, break down, tear down, rebuild, and remix. What God created, and to do it in a way that that is not in the order that God created it, but that is totally out of order, in disorder, and in chaos, because that's where He can control. Yeah.
1: Good. Praise God! God is good. He is good. We can just believe God too, that as we just fellowship with Him, draw near to Him, that He can even give us what to say. To this demonic agenda of the transgender agenda. I mean, it's demonic. All of this sexually perverted, twisted stuff is coming after our kids. We we can believe God on what to say and how to pray, how to declare, how to decree, how to command, what to speak into that mountain for our city, our state, our nation. It's just believing God, walking with him and yes. tugging on him because he wants his will established in this earth. He's he wondering how much you and I want it.
0: That, that is a very good point it is we have to want commit to it really commit to it and be passionate about it to go forth in it because where people fall off is they stop running the race they turn off to the side they slow down they you know it, it, and it, it well it becomes a problem then it becomes you know you're coming out of kind of sync and you're coming out of agreement with the things the Lord wants to do. So we have to be mindful of that right now, especially with what's going on. We have to be sober-minded and vigilant. For the enemy roams about like a lion, seeking whom he may devour. Sober-minded. That means really clear, not drunk or under delusion. Clear and focused, because then you can see the enemy circling. If your judgment is clouded you can't see it and that's exactly what he wants yeah
1: it's like one of the pauline prayers that you give into give to us wisdom and spiritual understanding yes spiritual understanding spiritual understanding. you know that i find that funny because i'm saying spiritual understanding because it was probably close to a year ago that jenny and i were praying for you i can't remember what the situation was we were just on the couch one night praying and the word of the lord came to me and i was praying for you to have spiritual it was spiritual understanding about just some things to do and the word of the lord came to me and i remember just declaring spiritual understanding spiritual understanding and that's when the lord began to speak to me that you are an online general an online general of the church um, that, that, you know, I mean, cause 20 years ago, Amanda, there was no such thing as an online general, 40 yeah. years ago, there's no such thing as an online general. So someone says, Oh, isn't God going to do a new thing? Well, yeah, you're looking at it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. And so this is a new thing because technology has brought us to this place where now we have online ministries, online generals, even online pastors and churches and all these different things, right? Because there's yeah. a quick access, With quick access, God's saying with quick access and online generals, I can get quicker results. He's looking for quicker results because the time is short. But that just reminded me because I'd never prayed, literally had an anointing to speak spiritual understanding over someone um, the way I did over you that day. But just to have a spiritual, being able to weigh out, like what you see in the spirit, being able to know what to do with it, you you know, how to balance it correctly where you still, um, you're you're taking your will that remember yes. what he said in John 157 and you're not taking your will beyond God's will. Yes. there still has to be some alignment could, because it's agreement, right? The yes. prayer of agreement is that there is agreement between you and the father.
0: Yes amen there has to be there has to be agreement between us and the Father. His ways are higher than our ways. so it's easier just to agree quicker, So he works quicker and things get resolved quicker. You know, sometimes people want to fight it and they want to argue it, you know, and they and they kind of want to fight the turn and they want to fight him, you know, repositioning and they want to fight him correcting. And that's what delays. So it's better just to involve him early. Let him adjust what he has to adjust. It happens quicker. It gets done quicker. You see the results and you can move forward. Praise God. Praise
1: God. God. Good way to finish up today.
0: Good Christ. way to finish. Yeah. Well, thank you, um, Marty. Well, thank you, man. It's good to see you. Always good having you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um oh, so I was just gonna say, um to, to you know, Thursday night right now. So um tomorrow morning, anyone who wants to join at nine o'clock central, ten o'clock eastern, we're doing once again, I'm doing just my loudmouth prayer nation. So like okay. we we kind of touched on it's intercession yes. tonight. We're going to t- talk about Teach Intercession again Friday mornings, nine o'clock central, 10 o'clock Eastern. I do the Loudmouth Prayer Nation, and you can join us, and we will actually pray for the nation. So,
0: Amen. Join Marty because I've been on it. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It will encourage you. You feel the presence of the Lord. So please join him there.
1: Well, bless you, my sister. We'll see you soon. Bless
0: okay? you. Thank you, Marty. God bless. Say hi to Jenny. And that concludes Grace Out Loud for today we pray you got a lot out of it that this ministered to you uh we will be back on with grace i will announce probably within about 10 12 days or so we will be back on uh with a new episode so stay tuned for that we will announce it we will put it out and god bless everyone keep the faith armor up according to ephesians chapter 6 psalm 91 and have a wonderful rest of your day and i have to tell you something they were And wow, he's, boom, (laughs) he got power. I said, no way, and I don't know. I said, Amanda, what What did you do to him? (laughs) So it's good. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking to understand why the things in your body operate the way they do, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Brace. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma are there to help you with all of your medical needs. In fact, I am a patient of the Functional Medical Institute, and God bless Dr. Sherwood, because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this. But after over a year and a half, Chris is finally on board. He is a patient of Dr. Sherwood's, and him listening and and implementing what Dr. Sherwood has taught him has made a difference in his life. So if you are interested and curious as to what they do, if you'd like to make an appointment, if you'd like to see what products they have, because they have some amazing products, go to sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Thank you. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing. You can go to mypullow.com and use promo code ARC. ARK to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all MyPillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes. They have sheets. They have slippers. They, of course, have pillows. And they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact. Noble, our pig at the Animal Sanctuary, that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK. God bless everyone. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times. He loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he has been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, If this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. Hello everyone, it's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about this incredible product that I use every day Called Power Team. It is 130 raw superfoods. And I have to tell you, it is one of the most amazing products I have ever used. I take it every day. It helps me with energy. It helps feed my cells at the cellular level. It helps me with clarity and focus. It helps with so many things and functions in your body, including your gut as well. So if you would like to learn more about this product, if you would like to learn the 130 raw superfoods that are in this product, please go to the link below or you could go to arcofgrace-ministries.com and go to our shop section and you will find Power Team there as well. Thank you, everyone. at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracerose.com. God bless. Hello everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about reawaken America. I have had the honoring and humbling privilege of being able to be part of reawaken america since the first one was had at rima bible college in tulsa Oklahoma, in april of 2021 i have watched so many moments happen for the glory of god at reawaken america we have seen people healed delivered set free we love to pray for people at reawaken america we have had the honor of praying alongside some amazing people Marty Grisham from Round Mount Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, who also deals in deliverance. And we have seen people's lives changed. We have seen them set free. We have seen people who are come seeking. And the Lord says, when you seek, you shall find. And you knock, the door shall be opened unto you. They have been seeking, and those seeds get planted for the glory of God at reawaken America. The Word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that shall set free. You free, and this is what we are doing at Reawaken America. You get biblical truth, you get a foundation of the Word of God, and you also get necessary information right now to help you understand what is going on in America and the world. And I am humbled and honored that General Flynn and Clay Clark would even let me be a part of this. And people need the word of the Lord in this hour that is what they need they need those who are willing to boldly stand up and with the conviction and the authority from God speak the word of the Lord into their lives it is a catalyst it is life-changing and and we praise the Lord that we have continued in this and we hope to see you at upcoming events that are happening this year. We hope we get to pray over you at these upcoming events.